What's up, brothers and sisters? Today is the second anniversary of Renell's Real Talk. It's been a nice journey. A really, really nice journey. Today, I just wanted to thank everybody for following the show for the last couple of years. It's been really fun. This is season, the final of season eight. I uh, started season eight on the 7th of December 2020 and we're ending season 8 on the second year anniversary which is May 29th 2021 this is episode 185 when we started season 8 we started with 156 now we're ending at 185 30 long episodes brothers and sisters and I'd like to thank all of you for hey just following the show when I first started the show, the show pretty much kicked off uh, its first year, uh, May 29th, 2020. The first year anniversary, we had like 4,100. Now we're looking at almost 90,000. We had an average of over 7,000 listens per month. And that's excellent. Excellent. But when we first started the show, we just basically try to kick off some things and figure out, you know, hey, what's going on? And basically the world, I just wanted to, to, to be doing something different. I don't want to do what everybody else was doing. You know, some topics require that you talk about because they're just those type of topics. But I just wanted to say the progress of watching my brothers and sisters over these last 30 episodes on different platforms and you know, catching up and seeing that a lot of my brothers and sisters are out there really doing something. They're really getting their uh, platforms together and putting things out there for the people to learn. It's all about being productive in life, you know. By the way, this is the final episode, so I'm speaking. <laughs> that's the title I'm speaking but I've seen my brothers and sisters come a long way and they've really been doing their thing and that's really excellent because we need more of our people to not only just start putting out information in regards to what's going on in the world because the world is not going to give us anything I uh, went out with Peaceful Heart Ministry yesterday and we fed some people, you know, and like I was telling the founder, Miss Terry, that this is a situation that keeps on growing. You know, a lot of things we've talked about during season eight, homelessness was one of them, but it's like the more and more you see it, it's like, damn, it, it, and more and more you try to do, it's like it's just a constant spreading. And there seems to be, especially in my city, there seems to be, I don't want to say a lack of care because I don't know what goes on in these capitals or in these mayor offices, but it seems like it's a lack of care of what happens to the people. The only time this city will care, really, is when the Olympics approach our city. I think it's 2028. 
and then you'll see more of an effort because you'll have all these visitors coming into the city. So they'll try to hide the homeless people like they did back in 1984. When we had the last time we had the Olympics in uh, Los Angeles, they tried to hide the homeless. And at that time, it was a small number. It was a little easier to do. It won't be as easy to do, but they don't care. These people just want to be in government, but they don't want to really do anything. That's the truth. They really don't want to do anything, but act like they're doing something. And then towards election year, here they come acting like they really did something when they ain't did nothing. Politics, period, in this country are really garbage. They don't care about the people. It's all about the people who are in charge or think they're in charge that want to advance their careers. They want to act like they're really doing something when really, to me, they're not. But brothers and sisters, this has been a a phenomenal uh, season. The next season will kick off in July. I'm going to take a month off, but I'll post a lot of episodes, especially uh, the top five episodes that uh, we'll end season eight with. But it's really been fun, you know, just getting out there and talking to people. I plan on trying to do a, do a little bit more. I always say, you know, when it comes to guests and whatnot, sometimes my platform don't allow me to have guests considering a lot of times when I do record, I don't have time because I'm recording before I go to work or I'm recording at night to drop for the next day. So sometimes it's kind of hard. And then again, my schedule is a little bit difficult, so I don't have time to really uh, sit back and have these type of podcasts where you sit down at a mic and talk like that. But all I'm uh, concerned with is whatever I put out there that it gets passed around. And for 2021 so far, it's been going really great. I really can't complain about what's been going on. You know, the platform has grown a great deal. I thank God for that. I thank uh, my promoter who's, who's really helped me. But there's a lot of work to be done, brothers and sisters. You have to start going out there and doing your part. This is too big just for one person, two people, or three, four, five, six, seven, or eight. But there's one thing black people need to do. They need to show more love towards each other and show show more appreciation for what one another is trying to do. Sometimes we get off into these ideas of it's just me and I don't care about nobody. And see, that's the problem. Black people don't never care about nobody until it affects their home and then here they come. But there's too many of us out there that's not doing anything. It's like supporting other people. That's fine. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But make sure you support your own before you start supporting others. Make sure that money get passed around to your own before you start passing around to everybody else. Because brothers and sisters, everybody else is doing it except you, black people. You're continually passing on your monies to everybody else and never putting back in your own neighborhood. Because let me tell you, this is the thing. I'm just going to talk about my city. I'm not going to talk about anybody else's city because I don't know too much. 
about uh, other people's city, but I can talk about some cities that I do know about. That's not uh, pretty much in my state, but that's another time, another story, maybe season nine. Season eight was basically about building. That's what it was pretty much labeled as build a building, a building, uh, you know, a building year, building season. Uh, so far, things seem to be uh, uh, people uh, getting out there and putting more out there for themselves and doing things. But this is the thing. Black people take their money and they spend it out. Then they don't bring nothing back to the hood. I'm not talking about what you have to pay. Car note, mortgage, rent, or whatever else you got to pay. I'm talking about investing in your own community. Because see, black people will go and they will fund everybody else's community. And then when their community starts to go down, then they want to leave and go to another community that they think is going to be more prosperous. And and a majority of the time, that ain't even true because the city that they're in is more valuable to others than black people realize because black people want to move out of the city. Because see, the inner city, while black people are moving out of the inner city, you have more whites, Indians, Asians, Hispanics moving in. Valuable property in the inner city. A lot of people don't understand. You're talking about a city, one of the biggest cities in America, L.A. The value of that property in L.A. outside of New York. I think we're probably second to New York when it comes to valuable property. And Florida's probably third. But everybody else is starting to go up in value, the properties. But L.A. is probably second next to New York. So you think about that. When you think about, oh, man, inner city. People think of the inner city and think, oh, man, it's bad and it's a a ghetto. First of all, we don't have ghettos in Los Angeles. A lot of people don't understand that because they don't know nothing. There are no ghettos in Los Angeles. Let's make it perfectly clear. You can call it the inner cities. And people who label uh, the inner city as being bad, they don't know what they're talking about. All these mass murders, mass shootings and whatnot. Look what cities they were in. They was in cities that people, oh, it would have never, oh, this never happens in my neighborhood. It happens in all neighborhoods. That's what white folks say. Oh, this hasn't happened in X amount of years. It happens in all neighborhoods. You just don't know about it because this was a mass shooting. So therefore it's on front page. But murders, thefts, robberies, it happens all over. Killings, it happens all over. Never let somebody tell you, oh, it doesn't happen in my city because they'll be, look at their nose when they're telling you that because they'll be lying to you. But I just wanted to put out some stuff, you know, and, and thank some, just thank people, the, uh, the, the faithful followers. Thank you again, once again, but you got to continue on, you know, you got to continue on supporting your brothers and sisters. You got to continue on what you're building, what you're investing. You got to invest in yourself. The key is investing in yourself, not only investing in yourself, but believing in yourself as well. See, if you believe in yourself, you're not going to have no problem in investing in yourself. And not only that, take it another step. Invest in your community. Stop moving out of your community and start making it better. You think going someplace that's already so-called better is good, and it's not. It's like, well, I want my kids to get a good quality education. You know, 
Everybody wants their kids to get a good quality education and you can get a good quality education in your own schools if all you got to do is go down there and put in a little bit of work. But see, black folks don't like to put in no work. They want to continue to, well, I'm moving to this city. This school is better. I'm going to move over here. You move into another place, but the problem still exists. And not only does the problem still exist, I want you to look at this factor. When you move to these areas where these people already don't like you, they'll smile on your face, take your money, but they don't like you. And you're bringing more trauma. And a lot of times you don't realize you're bringing trauma to your own kids. Their kids are taking abuse because the parents teach the kids and the kids become abusive towards your kid. And you don't know about it because what? A kid don't usually talk. A kid doesn't usually talk. A kid keeps his mouth shut, don't say anything. So when a kid, when, when your child comes home from school in these neighborhoods that you want to live in, and you ask them how school, oh, it was great. Realize, not realizing that it hasn't been great, but they're only telling you that to make you happy because that's where you wanted to send them. Mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, whoever, when you have kids, don't just try to pull your kids away from a situation that they're more familiar with. You can make that situation better if you take the time to want to make it better. But as long as you keep moving from place to place because you think each place is better, then the joke is on you. Because you're not doing nothing for your kids. Say, well, my kid has better opportunities if they went to this school. Your kids can have all kind of opportunities regardless. If you trust and believe the system. But if you don't trust and believe the system, you only trust and believe what somebody tells you is better than you a fool. Education starts from the home. And if you ain't educating your kids, your kids ain't going to do nothing. I don't give a shit. Excuse the language. If they go to a white school, a brown school, a yellow school, or any other school, they ain't going to do nothing. And you can think so. I'm giving them opportunity. You can give them opportunity by helping them stay in their own community and showing them what it's like to help their people. Because every time you leave a, you, you leave a, 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 a black community, you weaken it. That's why the four essentials, what are the four essentials in any neighborhood of any group of people? A bank to finance, a school for education, a hospital for health, and, and, and we got school, hospital, bank, and what else? Grocery stores. That can feed the people. I'm talking about feed the people proper foods. I'm not talking about fast foods. I'm talking about proper foods. Fast foods are what they are. They go in you and they go right through you. 30 minutes later, you're hungry again. If you're lazy, you go out there and you buy some more fast food. And what's another thing that kill, kills uh, killing our people? Cigarettes. Tobacco products, alcohol. Our young are drinking more today than ever before. 
drinking more and more every day. It don't make you grown because you want to sit up there and have a drink or smoke a cigarette to make you look grown. You're looking like a fool and you're shortening you're shortening your life and you're also damaging your body. And this is a funny thing, brothers and sisters, for a lot of you. This is just me speaking. I'm speaking. This is another thing. A lot of you are Christians. And you're doing your smoking and you're drinking and all your carousing and you call yourself Christians and then you go to church on Sundays and then you think you done made your peace with God and you're going to heaven. That ain't happening either. I'm just here to tell you that ain't happening either. All you got to do is read your book. The Bible tells you so. Not me, the Bible. I'm just speaking on it. But brothers and sisters, you are your own detriment to yourself. Ain't just white folks. We, if you understand them like they understand you, then you understand. They nobody, they nobody, but you put them above you. You have always put them above you. That's why your mental capacity is where it is. You feel you need to have what they have in order to fit in with them. What the hell you got to have what they have? What do they really have? They don't even buy that junk that you guys worship. Name brand items. See, black folks love name brand. Name brand means that you're successful, but it don't. You're not successful. Those who can buy it, hey, that's what you want to buy? Fine. Those who can buy it don't go around worshiping it. White folks don't go around worshiping name brand items like black folks. It's the same with uh, uh, people. Black folks are so much into name brand people. Like these people are really into something. And they're not into nothing. Because if you sit back and you look at a lot of these name brand people that you into, that you follow, a lot of them are milking your pockets the same as everybody else milks your pockets. And you just don't see it. They're just, they're, um, or better yet, they're just pimping you and you don't even see it. And this is your church a lot of times. Since you people in the name brand churches, if you want to go to a church with a name brand, go to Geno Jennings and he'll teach you straight Bible, real Bible. Not the stuff that you're getting on your Sunday service, your motivational speech. He'll give you real teachings. That's one brother that I will always follow because that brother, he speaks straight Bible. And I haven't heard him deviate from the Bible. A lot of these uh these, these people set up they set up their shop and preaching. They're not really telling you nothing. And the ones that are telling, might be telling you something, they ain't living it. So it's, it's a two-way street. You got to live what you preach. Practice what you preach is what my mama always told me. Practice what you preach. You either going to live it or you're not. But you got so many hypocrites who float around in the church. That's why I had to hit up the church. Social media followers. You guys follow these uh, these people on social media and you think they're something special because they might wear a certain garment or they uh, do a dance or whatever. They pimping you too. It's time to wake up, brothers and, uh, brothers and sisters, young and old. It's time to wake up. You know, people say, well, I'm too old. I can't do this. No, you're not too old. You don't want to do it. So be honest with yourself. You don't want to do it because if you did, you would, but you don't want to. So you use that as an excuse. Here's one thing. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, I must pay my tribute to a man that I've been following for 
over 30 years. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Here's a man who is a dedicated to his people from day one. A lot of you go out there, you criticize a man you know nothing about because you don't follow him. You don't listen to him. You don't listen to others talk about him. You listen to people that come and try to downgrade this man and don't know nothing about him. They use a snippet of a message that he preached almost 30 years ago and they still put that on him. But that's what white folks do. They will constantly put bad on a man and then you got some of these sorry jive Negroes who do the same thing. You don't stand up for him. You stand against him, but you act like you for him, but you really aren't. When you got to go and apologize or go and take down your tweets because one, you said something good about the man and then you fail. Oh my God, my money's being affected. So I got to take it down or I got to apologize to the people who are paying me. And when you do that, you don't do nothing but put shame on yourself. Because that's all you do. You bring shame in. You may not think. Because see, money, people value money so much, they don't care. They don't want to sell their souls. Or they don't sell, I'm sorry, they don't sold their souls. For what? A piece of change? Where's your dignity? You take the Chinese. The Chinese will tell you. The ones that are, you know, the, the ones that will, uh, will, 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 will sit down and, and talk to you, we'll tell you. No, no, no. I'm not going to buy from you. I'm not going to put you to work because I don't help. I, if I don't help my own, then he's not going to prosper. And they tell you this when you sit and you listen to them. Chinese don't buy out their community. Very rarely if you see one, but Chinese really don't buy out their community. They keep the money in their community in order to grow their community. Black people, uh, they, they spread like roaches, but the Chinese won't. Okay? That's why you have to learn how to look and study these other people and see what they're doing in order to better your community because we are so spread apart. We can't always blame everything on slavery. We've been out of slavery for X. Uh, over 150 something years. So, you know, hey, the people in slavery had more property after slavery than black folks have today. What does that tell you? They took the value and they couldn't read or write, but they took the value of watching their slave masters and property and learning from them. Black folks today have over a trillion and a half dollars coming through their hands on an annual basis and they have nothing but stories, lies, and there's a, a li, uh, there's a few who have a little something. But you're talking about, what, 40, 50 million people that are black in America? I ain't talking about the ones who black and uh, don't claim that they black. I'm talking about black people. But those two, they hypocrites against their own skin color. Yeah, that'll be a topic uh, in season nine. Hypocrites in your own skin color or to your own skin color. But brothers and sisters, you got to get it together. And you know what? The younger generation is doing a better job because they're seeing 
Sometimes properties are just going through the roof. But hey, you find a way. You find a way to get everything else you want. You can find a way to get some property. Get something that's going to gain value. Stocks, bonds, property. Brothers and sisters, it's been an extreme pleasure for season eight. I look forward to season nine and really bringing, I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring it like never before. I'll probably lose people, but that's fine too. Because it ain't about the, it's about the people, but it ain't about the people when it comes to the message. If you're scared of the message, you don't have to listen to this podcast. Or like I like to call it, my pod radio cast. You don't have to listen to it. You can go someplace else and listen to something that makes you feel good. I'm not trying to bring you down. I'm trying to give you some understanding. That's all. I'm not trying to bring my people down. I'm trying to give you understanding on who you are to have you grow as a person. Uh, Yes, I do uh, life coaching, but I don't do. I'm not going to give you a book. I'm not going to give you a pamphlet. I'm a certified empowerment life coach as well as a certified life coach in ecology through ecology. I have over 50 something years in experience. So what does that tell you? I don't really need to be certified about stuff that I talk about because I have the time already on my side. But hey, in this world, you got to have some type of certification or else people don't believe you. But in my case, I don't care if you believe me or not. I don't have to prove anything. That's the problem with the black man, black woman. You're too busy trying to prove something to somebody who ain't nothing. So you try to prove I'm better than you. I don't have to prove that I'm better than you because I already know I'm better than you. And that's your thinking. And that's what your thinking should be. I already know I'm better. I don't have to prove it. Money don't mean that you're nothing when you don't have it. Or money don't mean that you're something when you do have it. It means that you have uh, a, a bigger bank account and you could probably buy more things, but it doesn't mean you're better as a person. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is not a billionaire, but he's one of the best people on the planet. If not the best person on the planet, this brother, you can say a lot of things about the most honorable uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan, but you can't call him a liar. You call him an anti-Semite. That ain't true. But that's what people like to call him. But one thing, he ain't a liar. Look up the people that you follow so closely. Look at their lies and then come back and try to talk about this man who's been in a fight for over 60 years. That's right. Over 60 years. How many of you have been in the fight? Most of you ain't been in the fight, but no time. And you put down a brother that you don't even know. And I'm talking about black people. As soon as white people say something bad about the minister of Farrakhan, you jump on that ladder. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what? He ain't this and he ain't that. Like, wow, you jump on your brother that quick? What about this guy, Vlad? Vlad TV. He comes out and say something about the honorable minister, Louis Farrakhan. Then brother said, man, no, I mean, you don't, if there's one thing you don't talk about, you don't talk about him. And a lot of them stopped going on the show. I don't know if he still got a show. I really don't know because I don't even care. And I'm talking about a lot of brothers, a lot of good brothers, a lot of brothers that I actually know that have been on there. 
Just because a person is not a celebrity doesn't necessarily mean he knows celebrities or he, he or, I'm sorry, he don't know celebrities or people who have money and whatnot. A lot of people, that's, a, that's the, the problem with us in our community. If you don't know somebody or just because you don't have this or have that, those type of resources in order for people to feel that you know, it's like, man, I don't know. You, you, you don't know that. It's like, man, get out of here. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. Open up your minds and stop worrying about name brand people. Stop worrying about name brand items. Go out there and develop your brain, develop your mind so you could actually teach your kids on things of right and wrong. Why this is the way this is. Education. Learn how to teach your own kids. Teach them their history. Stop teaching them the white man's history because the white man's history ain't did nothing but damage the whole world. His own people. Think about that. Yeah, there are sacrifices in that group too. They learn bad history that ain't true. I ain't going to go off into that because I done went off into that again uh, uh, before. There's a podcast for everything I'm talking about. You can listen to. And considering I'll be off for a month, you can have plenty of time to go back over all 185 podcasts and like them. Brothers and sisters, this is your brother saying, hey, it's been an extreme pleasure. And I'll see you with a new episode, season nine of Renell's Real Talk in July. Peace, family. Enjoy your holiday weekend. And yes, we're on our way. By the end of next week, I should be at 100,000 listens. And I thank you, the people. We are sitting on 89,000. No, we're sitting on what? 88,000, 88.9,000. And I should hit 100,000 within the next couple of weeks. Brothers and sisters, it's been amazing. Peace out. This is your brother. Remember, keep on following the show. And maybe throw a little support my way. But keep on following the show. There's always a good word. And like I like to say, food for thought. This gives you food for thought to carry you on through your week, through June, all the way up until you hear this brother break out with a new episode. This is your brother saying peace. I'm out. Lord of mercy.